Have you been following the tamasha over the India coalition? I'll tell you what happened. There was supposed to be a meeting of the India coalition called by the Congress, but in the interim between the time they called for the meeting and when the meeting was supposed to be held, they had the assembly election results. And against the expectations of most people, the Congress did really badly. At this stage, members of the India coalition found excuses to not turn up. Why did they do that? Well, basically they don't like the Congress, some of them hate the Congress, and they wanted to hit the Congress when it was down. Also, I think they feel that the Congress acted like the big daddy, the sort of dada of the India coalition, and they wanted to show the Congress that it wasn't really that successful. It had no business lording it over them. Why do they not like the Congress? For many reasons. Many of them oppose the Congress in their states. They fight elections against each other. So they have no reason to love the Congress, even if they talk about an alliance at a national level. And there's another reason. In many cases, it's personal. A lot of these people were Congress people. They left the Congress, usually in unhappy circumstances. Take Mamta Banerjee who should have been running the Congress in West Bengal, but was thrown out in the 1990s or certainly pushed out by Pranab Mukherjee. Or take KCR, who was a former congressman, was a member of the UPA with his party. All he wanted was the creation of Telangana. The Congress and the UPA refused to do it. KCR left, demanded it more strongly. And guess what? They gave in. As a consequence, KCR took all the credit and the Congress lost out for two elections in a row. So the Congress was the party that had created Telangana. You can find similar examples throughout. But the truth is, outside of the Congress, most people are either ex-Congress people or people who were opponents of the Congress since kingdom come. A lot of the BJP has always hated the Congress. And now the BJP has a lot of ex-Congress people like Hemantha Biswas Sharma, like Jyotiraditya Sindhya. And of course, they're not well disposed to the Congress. So that is the Congress's basic problem. Nobody really likes it. And yet, there can't be an opposition alliance without the Congress. Is this a problem? Well, if you read what's happening in the media, you'll say, yeah, it's a huge problem. What will happen? There will be no India alliance. Well, here's my view, and it's a minority view. I think there's too much noise about the India alliance. I don't think it makes much difference. I'll tell you why. So the argument for opposition unity is based on arguments from a bygone era when the opposition vote was split and to defeat the party in power, all the opposition parties had to come together. It was what Pranoy Roy used to call the index of opposition unity. I think that's changed. I don't think the battles are now so diverse that if the BJP faces just one party, the BJP will be in trouble. Look at Bengal. I mean, it's just Mamta Banerjee versus the BJP. The Congress really doesn't get a look in, nor does the CPM. And the CPM wouldn't join a proper coalition with Mamta Banerjee anyway. So I think that all the stuff about the index of opposition unity is now out of date. Look at the last assembly elections. Assume the Congress had been part of some India coalition and they'd done an alliance in Madhya Pradesh. And the BJP won by, depending on the figures, between 6 to 8%. So how can you actually defeat a party that's won by what, 48 point something percent of the vote, even if you have opposition unity. 
Rajasthan, perhaps, where there was a 2% difference, it could have made a difference. Chhattisgarh, it would have made no difference. So even if these guys get together, in terms of electoral arithmetic, it's not dramatic. It doesn't really make a difference because each state now has one political party that majorly opposes the BJP. And then there's the second argument. The argument is that, yeah, okay, even if they align, will voters change their preferences? It's the whole logic of opposition unity. is say the Congress and the SP are an alliance. They divide the seats between themselves. In some seats, the Congress alone puts up a candidate. In other seats, the SP alone puts up a candidate. And the argument is that everybody who would have voted for the SP will now vote for the Congress and vice versa. Well, it doesn't work. We've seen that in UP, where there's been an alliance between the SP and the Congress before, and the votes were not transferable. So in arithmetic terms, I don't think the India alliance makes a lot of difference. I don't think it poses any threat to Mr. Modi. There are two ways in which it could help. One is precedent has it that the president of India is obliged to call the largest pre-election alliance in the event of a hung parliament. So assume that we have a hung parliament next time and assume that the India alliance has more seats than the BJP, it will get called. I agree this may seem unlikely, but it's possible. On the other hand, if the BJP is part of some NDA alliance, it will probably have more seats in India anyway. So this is an argument that could go either way. There's a second argument and that argument is this. When elections are held, they have become more and more presidential in the Modi regime. When people go to vote, they're voting for the next prime minister. They're not really voting on the basis of local issues. If they do that, then who will they vote for? All polling evidence to date suggests that if you have Rahul Gandhi on the one hand and Narendra Modi on the other hand, voters will pick Narendra Modi over Rahul Gandhi. The only way you can blunt that advantage is to make it less personality oriented. You create a situation in which it's not Narendra Modi versus one other person. It's an alliance composed of experienced leaders fighting on the issues versus the BJP, arguing that the BJP has lost out in performance, arguing that the issues are too important and it must be voted out. That's theoretically a possibility. But for that to happen, the India alliance must seem capable of getting along. All of us remember the fractious fights of previous coalitions, hardly any of which except for the UPA have lasted. Will that happen this time? Well, judging by the way these guys have been behaving, no, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think voters will see it as a great united alliance that will give stable government to India. So why do we make such a fuss out of the India coalition? Why do we think it's vital to defeat the BJP that the opposition comes together? I don't know. Frankly, I don't get it. I think in many ways we are stuck in an old mindset when things like the index of opposition unity used to matter. The facts are as follows. The BJP is very strong. Members of the India Alliance are very strong in individual states. But the Congress, which is the major national opposition, is not strong. It should be strong, but it has lost seats that it should have won. It has lost states that it should have won. It's possible that Mr. Modi will lose the next election. It's possible that the BJP will lose the next election. But it will not do it because squabbling family parties and regional leaders came together. The only person who can defeat Narendra Modi is Narendra Modi himself. 
If the BJP makes mistakes, which is possible, if his popularity suddenly dips, which is theoretically also possible, then yes, the BJP will lose the next election. So let's focus on that. Let's not waste so much time on these squabbling leaders. I don't think they count for very much.